Testing, testing. Oh, oh, we're working. Oh, CJ, you brilliant goddess. About time we got the mobile receiver up and running. Okay, so. Um, I guess this is Grim Grinner broadcasting on all channels. Is there anyone there? Anyone listening? Well, if there is anyone listening, I'll be broadcasting on all channels periodically until I hear something. We'll be on the move to avoid being caught too close to the gat. And ideally, if you're tuning in, you're on the run too, so hopefully this comes through clear. And if no one's out there, then I guess I'll just ramble into the ether. <sighs> Welcome to the wastes. <sighs> Where to start, though? I mean, from the beginning makes the most sense, I suppose. We've all been living in this for so long, I feel like the story's faded into a distant memory. We all thought that the human race would at least have a bit more time, but no one could have predicted the fuster cluck we went through. If one had to define a starting point, it would probably be early in the 21st century when the virus hit. This one was literally something no one had seen before. It swept across countries so rapidly that we never even had time to come up with a name for it. The effects were devastating. About one in every seven people contracted it and turned within about 13 days. Small things at first, you know, minor outbursts of anger that were connected to anything, standing silent and uncommunicative for up to an hour at a time, and a distinct change in eating habits, mostly leaning towards meat. By the time you notice any of these symptoms, it was already too late. When the virus had finished incubating, you would be gone, replaced with what we now call out in the wastes of feral. Not quite a zombie, since you didn't die, but you lost everything that made you... you. Anyways, this caught on so quickly that most urban centers emptied out almost overnight, to try and spread people far enough out to not be at risk. Governments couldn't handle what was happening to their citizens, and most of them collapsed within a few weeks after that. The few world leaders that didn't succumb to the riots locked themselves in bunkers and armed missiles. There were definitely a lot of people who saw this coming, and had built up vaults, bunkers, and shelters for protection, gathering up friends and family, and any other people they could find to hide out and wait for the end. Hell, there's probably still a lot of them out there that still don't even know that it never really ended. It all just changed. Big, catastrophic, nuclear fallout change. But, you know, it's all the same in the end. In the wake of the devastation, corporations began to rise like cockroaches. Politicians had failed their people, but these new superpowers took up the mantle of helping rebuild. A few remaining major cities became havens for anyone willing to live under corporate rule, with new names like the GAT, formerly Toronto and the surrounding area. Almost no one remembers the original names for the companies that make these corporations up, or even what they may have sold in the old world. But there are those of us who know too well what they sell now. Safety, security, and freedom. Things we all thought we had in the old days. Lies from the mouths of people in suits without faces. Lies dependent on fear, 
fear that without their walls and their weapons, we turn back to a time when family and friends would tear them to shreds, and everyone was a threat to everyone else. Yeah, there are still ferals out there, but they're different just as we all are. They've begun to learn and adapt. Some have even learned to work with the random raider camps to scavenge for food and resources. I mean, it's hard to fend off a pack of ferals breaking through one door while the raiders pick you off from a distance as you run out the other. Then they just come in and take anything left of value while the ferals pick your bones. But it's not all doom and gloom out there. There's hope, and it's growing fast as communities have started forming and fighting back against the corporations. It does sound a bit ridiculous, the idea of fighting against something that apparently just wants to keep you safe, but, I mean, let's be honest, since when has life ever been safe? Even before the waste, there were plagues, viruses, violence, war, corruption, all sorts of other horrible stuff that we all risked every single day. So, the things on that list have changed in name, but not in spirit. And choosing to still try and survive and live your life despite all that, that's real freedom. Not living under the thumb of some corporate entity that promises safety as long as you give them your compliance and deny the truth of the rest of the world. Anyways, to whoever may hear this, hopefully you can find a way to pass it on and continue telling the story. Whenever we can pause again, I'll be transmitting this out. We've got a stash of keys we can load this to and leave behind wherever we end up. Hopefully get the word out that way. And if you can hear me out there, find a way to drop us a message. Knowing there are others would really help boost the spirits. At any rate, this is Grim Grinner, broadcasting on all channels, signing off. Hey Wastelanders, Edward Grimgrinner Hutchinson here. I just wanted to thank everyone for the past year of doing this podcast. You've all helped me feel at home and welcome as part of the Wasteland community, and are all constantly inspiring me to keep going and getting bigger with Welcome to the Wastes. What started as a pipe dream has become an amazing part of my reality and my life. So thank you all very, very much. Don't forget, there's still plenty of merch available through my Buy Me A Coffee, and I hope to have shirts and maybe other branded items available very soon. Check out all the links to show your support via linktree.com slash welcome to the wastes. See you in the wastes.